0: Welcome to My Crazy Office podcast with the authors of Working With You Is Killing Me, Working For You Isn't Working For Me, and Mean Girls At Work, Kathy Elster and Katherine Crowley. They are committed to creating world peace, one crazy office
1: at a time. And now, here are Kathy and Katherine. Hey, everyone. I'm Kathy Elster. And I'm Catherine Crowley. and Welcome to My Crazy Office. Today, we're going to talk about returning to work, specifically returning to the
0: office after working remotely. Mm. We'll start with a question from someone whose company will require employees to come in three days a week, starting this fall. During the second part of our podcast, we'll look at this from the manager's perspective. Mm. What if you feel strongly about your staff coming into the office and you have employees who don't want to come in?
1: Oh, boy. This is such a timely issue, and I know that the end of summer marks a time when many companies will be asking more of their employees to come in on a regular basis. Yes. I hope more people will send questions like this to info at mycrazyoffice.co.
0: So here's the question that came in. It's the end of summer, and my company is finally insisting that we come into the office three days a week. I like my job. I like the people I work with but i don't like the commute mm. it takes over an hour to get to the office i won't get home until late evening i've gotten accustomed to ending my workday and being at home should i look for another job or try to adjust to commuting again i mean it's a really good question it was yeah. you know basically understood that you come home late and that's you know that's the way it worked um But once, you know, a lot of people really like remote and they really liked that advantage of, you know, no commute. So I think it's really a hard situation because if you like your job and you like the people you work with, you know, can you get used to it again? Yeah. Because you you were used to it. Um, Or, you know, is it time to look for a job more locally? so that your commute goes from over an hour to maybe 15 20 minutes. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's that, there's also a possibility, but I would probably say you're not going to get paid as much. But you never know.
1: Yeah, I think the other thing though is that there with this and with getting very comfortable being at home at the end of the day, there's a lot of anticipatory anxiety. So, uh, you very may mean. be having you know, you're and just even thinking about doing this gives you a lot of agita. Yeah. Because I know for a lot of people, it's almost like we get used to having certain patterns of living. And I think right. that's what you're referring to, Kathy, right? That Yeah. Before the pandemic, you did it without even thinking about it. You probably did it five days a week. Right. Now, suddenly three seems like a big stretch. Right. So I think there's also some experimentation that needs to happen for you to see what is it actually like. And understandably, maybe you also want to look at negotiating. Maybe you get to start out at two days a week if it's possible with your employer and just tell them that you're trying to get back in the flow and to sort of figure out the right timing for it all. Um, But there's going to be just some of that stress and anxiety because it's it's breaking your your pattern of living
0: yeah and i i also think there are some people that are leaving to go to jobs that are fully remote because they just that's it they they experienced it they like it and that that is their choice now so i think that's a legitimate option for this person also is they could find a fully remote job um But I hear what you're saying is that you're anticipating it being awful when it may not be.
1: Right. Well, in this case, with this person, because he or she is saying, I like the people I work with. I like my job. So there could be some benefits that you're not even aware of about going back to work. Um, But if it's someone who I don't like the people I work with and I don't like my job. Then it's easy. (laughs) That's an easy decision. Okay, I got to go. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, you know, a lot of companies things have changed. Where maybe some people that you liked have left, and there's new yeah. people, and we don't even know them. Right. And I think that that's part you know that brings morale down. But all right, let's let's assume that's not this person's situation. Yeah, so you're saying they should try it out.
1: Yeah, I would say test it out, see what it's like. Um, If it seems if it seems overwhelming to do three days immediately, I would negotiate for starting at two and just saying, look, this is I've got to I have to rearrange my whole life. Everyone understands that, really. And I just need to test it out and see if I can work out a good pattern of commuting. And then if you can't stand it, if it is dreadful, if you hate the late evenings, then I would look at another possibility. Yeah.
0: I think you might want to just adjust your life a bit and think about, okay, well, I'm going to get one of those subscription boxes of dinners so that (laughs) even the kids can start making it or someone who's at home, or, you know, maybe those three nights, you know, we get it, you know, there, there are a lot of communities. There's somebody who will actually cook dinners for you, you know, maybe look at a different way of your life, running your lifestyle, right? Um, If you really like your job. And, you know, use your commuting time to work. Well, there's another. Yeah, what a lot of people did is they got a head start in the morning and they sent out a lot of emails and then in the evening they used it as reading time or preparing for the next day. And, you know, maybe use it as reading time because that's something you probably enjoy in the evening and this way you could get it in. You know, I think it's a tough one. I've never liked commuting at all. So uh-huh. it is commute is really fast, um but some people love it. They really use their time wisely. So,
1: so yeah, I'm yeah, I'm as you know, Kathy, I'm a commuter on the yeah. New Jersey Transit bus system. Yeah, <laughs> but when yeah. I with first dog,
0: started, by the way, with a dog. <laughs> <laughs> right,
1: but when I first started. Uh, going in, first of all, I took the car, I drove initially because again, I was anxious and the pandemic was still pretty much in full force. But the second piece is that I had to learn and I had to reintroduce this idea of commuting to myself. And I will say that there is there uh, now that I take public transportation, there is some very strong quality time that comes out of the commute. But I'm with you as well, that it also depends a lot on the different conditions of your life. If you're a parent, that's a different, very yeah. different thing. And so then maybe you get to negotiate for different hours. Is that, you know, can you be more flexible in your schedule? Can right. you arrange for that as well? Um, it is very much a mixed bag. And I do agree that there are some people who just really have decided that remote working is the only way they want. That's right.
0: Yeah, we have one client where um he went actually went remote prior to the pandemic because people wanted to work from home and really can't get people to come back. And they what they have is these gatherings every couple of months where people get to meet and you know, and it's working for them. So it can work. Yeah. Um, but they have a newsletter where they talk about their personal lives and you know, it's sort of a family kind of atmosphere. And what how many people do you think work there? 70?
1: yeah something it's small comes to
0: it. and he's able to create this kind of um environment that seems to really work for people, so
1: yeah, um
0: you know, maybe this person is working for a much bigger institution, and maybe they you know uh they can't they just can't allow everyone to be remote. so right. I think you have options, and I think, um. If you want to keep your job, you probably have to work something out with them. Maybe you come in an hour earlier and you leave an hour earlier. You know, I just think you have to start trying it and see what it's like before you make big decisions, you
1: know? And see if there might be some benefits to it for you that you no longer remember. (laughs) Right. Because you forgot.
0: (laughs) What are the, what, I guess the time people really like the time, the private time they have
1: the private time they have and also i think in terms of being in the office that there are meetings and encounters that you cannot have on zoom yeah and that there's business that gets done in casual systems yeah. that you can't replicate online it's not the same
0: yeah So let's switch to the the second part of the question, which is, you know, let's look at it from the manager's perspective. What if you feel strongly about your staff coming into the office? How do you handle these employees who don't want to come in? I mean, and I've met them. There's a lot of managers (laughs) that feel, no, uh, morale is is low. Yeah, the, and people, once they've come into the office and they start having lunches together and they start, you know, having meetings, all of a sudden they remember, oh, I really did like this. Mm-hmm. And they like it and then they start to get annoyed with the people that are not coming in. So there are managers that feel very, very strongly about this, that their staff needs to come in. And if they're asking for three days a week, that is not that bad. Because Uh you take your Monday and Friday, you can still have a long, you know, you you can still make it work. Or maybe you want to take a day during the week. I know people like, like taking Wednesday off, it breaks up the week. It's not taking the day off. It's just working from home. So um, what happens if your manager feels that way? I mean, you either
1: respect it or you probably have to leave. Well, but as the manager, do you suddenly become a good salesperson, Kathy? Do you try to take those individuals who are resistant and get, you know, see if you can uh, solicit or elicit um, reasons that it could be beneficial for them to come in? I mean, I think that these managers have been doing that. I think yeah. that that
0: all along, you know, we've had periods where COVID really went away. So they worked out something with them. Okay. Come in one day a week, come in two, come in three, you know, like they've been, they've been trying to, and then if you have a doctor's note or really good reason, then you have, you don't have to come in, but getting beyond a lot of that. And they are not asking you for five days a week. If they're asking you to come in three days a week, Make sure that those days are fully used, that you do have meetings in person and that the upper management is there on those days so that, you know, they see them because I'm hearing that a lot. I'm hearing that everybody has to be in on this, let's say a Tuesday and then upper management isn't there. It doesn't feel right to the people that don't
1: want to commute. So I think this manager has to make it worth their time. That's a great way to phrase it. Make it worth their time. Maybe that's the question that you pose to the employee, you know, what could make this worth your time? You have to come in if you're going to be working here. Maybe I can reduce or, you know, change the hours a little bit, but what would make this worth your time? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a really good point.
0: Well, I don't know what that is. Maybe it's you, you supply lunch or, uh, but you make sure that everyone is there, that they're not. You know, being used that,
1: um, that there's, I think important. one of the challenges here is the oh, we're talking about upper management. Like, I'm working with someone right now who's the upper, the messaging has been you have to come in three days a week, and then, but it's such an absentee management, uh, upper level at the upper level that no one, what they know is they don't really have to come in at all. And so, mm-hmm. you know, one or two people come in on a Tuesday, and this is hundreds of employees, not just, yeah. a, and those people who come in and are quote, doing the right thing end up resenting that no one else is being held accountable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've also heard from many of my clients that they come in only to get on zoom calls because many people are not there. Right. And- so, and what's the point of that, of coming in right. to just get back on Zoom? So, um, but I think we're entering a new phase now where if a comp, many companies are insisting that yeah. as of September you come in. So, um, you know, look, I'm not saying that commuting problems are going to go away. You know, there they, they probably will be missed trains and missed buses and this, you know, breakdowns There's probably going to be issues. Uh, especially early on. But um, yeah, I, I, you know, I also read that in the major cities are the last to come back, that in more of the rural areas, and, uh, you know, they've already gone back. Yeah. And people are commuting. So we are we are, I not everyone, there are still companies that are fully remote, but if you work for one that's not, I think you have to give it a try. It might be okay. Yeah. I've been coming into the office since very early on because <laughs> I prefer, I prefer, I, I'm much more productive in the office than I am at home. Now that's not true for a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people are very productive at home. So um, this is not about productivity. This is more
1: about morale, I think. And community. Yeah. I was thinking what's interesting here in New York is I feel like the city needs, we need our commuters back. Yeah. Because that provides so much energy. And we know many businesses that actually are dependent upon the interaction with commuters that come into the city and use their services or buy their products and then leave. The end of the day. Well,
0: I mean, the bagel store on the corner, right on our corner, we had this amazing bagel store. It was busy for breakfast, it was busy for lunch. They just had really good food and it was well priced. Yeah. um And there was always a line. It always, and they went out of business. Yeah. There were no commuters. I I feel really bad about that. Uh, I miss them. Yeah. And I don't, they're not the only ones. There's a lot of, small businesses that relied on commuters.
1: Yeah. All right, so we're saying that for those who are being asked to return, that you you will have anticipatory anxiety, probably it's worth testing it out. If you do like your coworkers and you like the company generally just to test it out, you may wanna negotiate certain circumstances that make it easier for you or you may decide you just want remote and that's, then you've got to get a new job. <laughs>
0: yeah, but I think we're, we're coming back to not a hundred percent the way it used to be, but we are coming back into yeah. the office again. So please send us your thoughts and comments. We want it. We want to hear it. So if you have any thoughts and comments on this topic, tweet us at ask K2 also follow us on Instagram at my crazy office.
1: Yes. And if you want to receive our podcast email, please text us at 228-28, that's 228-28, and type in mycrazyoffice, all one word. Finally, don't forget to send your questions and stories to info at co.
0: My Crazy Office is produced in New York City at K-Squared Studios. Stay crazy.